You're listening to Christy Unedited, the podcast, and I'm your host, Christy Gray. Christy Unedited started as a raw and relatable conversation, and it always will be, but it's become so much more than that. Each week, a few special souls dish out some authentic truths as we navigate together the exploration of self. Thanks so much for listening. Let the magic begin. Why, hello there, and welcome to this episode. Can I just say, new intro, who this? No, (laughs) it was time for a little bit of an upgrade as things have been changing rapidly over at Christy Gray. And I don't know if you noticed, but my old outro did have my old website address on it, and then I cut it. And if you ever listened to the end of one of the episodes, I had like, had this mini like DIY version and it was just atrocious. So I made it a priority last week to record a new intro outro for Christy Unedited um, so that we could kickstart this week with some new, some new flavor. Let's just call it that. Anyway, so this week is a Q&A episode with me and a couple of weeks ago I put out on Instagram um, the opportunity for you to ask me any questions as I wanted to unpack them on a solo episode because it's been a while since you've just heard from me and then we'll be back with regular programming next week with an awesome guest, which is Danielle from Reed City Radio. So I actually can't wait to share that episode with you. Anyway, Without further ado, adieu, adieu. <laughs> Let's dive into this week's episode. So some of the questions that came through were really interesting. And I wanted to unpack these with you on the fly because you know that's how I like to roll around here, which is unedited. And the first question that I was asked was, what were some of the inspiring moments I've had in my life that have impacted change, whether they've been TED Talks or whether they've been through books that I've read or maybe even something that I've consumed? And I thought that was a really good question. And when I was, I did do a little bit of reflection just before I jumped on to record. And one of the things that I notice is that there'll be a flavor to my life. So say I'll be going through either a rock bottom or I will be navigating a time of uncertainty or it might even be a time of inspiration and the perfect element, whether it's a podcast or a book, just seems to come my way and it helps to add value to the flavor that's occurring in my life. Now, a couple of these I'm going to share with you, you will probably already know, but I wanted to give you the backstory behind them as it will give you some context. So normally if I'm asked what's been my most life-changing book, my response is always the same and it's The Alchemist by Paulo Coelho. Now, I don't know if you've read The Alchemist before. I've picked up The Alchemist and read it maybe three or four times now and after I read The Alchemist, which was actually recommended to me by a work colleague, I became obsessed with Paulo Coelho and I actually think I may have read all of his books um, around that time and I was reading the alchemist at a time in my life where I was going on a bit of a journey. I was working in the beauty industry. This was before I jumped ship and started working for Sephora. I was living in 
Queensland, I was really unsure of what my career looked like and I probably would have been about mid-20s. And so that makes sense. I was not sat in return ready by then. (laughs) Um, And I think that what I loved so much about The Alchemist is that the journey that the main character goes on is exactly that. It's a journey of self-discovery. It's um, a journey of exploring what's possible. And every time I read that book, I actually feel like I get another message that I need right there in that moment. So I just love the fact that it's a really magical story because I tend to consume so much um, personal development content, biographies, you know, real life content. And so it's actually kind of nice to be swept away in a story. So that's definitely been my number one. The second one, for different reasons, is The Power of Now by Eckhart Tolle. And I've only read The Power of Now once, and I also read that around the same time. And I actually loved it because it taught me how to focus on the present moment. So I was always such an avid planner and always thinking five years in advance. So I would have been able to tell you like what my income earnings for that whole year would be like around the time before I read the book, obviously. <laughs> um, like what I, what income I would get, what were my outgoings, like how I was going to save this. And I was always thinking way too far ahead that it actually uh, influenced the present moment for me. And I never was able to necessarily succeed in a way that I had once dreamed of. And what I loved about reading The Power of Now is, it's actually not the book, I probably won't, I don't want to say I won't, but I don't think I'd pick it up again. But I, because it's maybe not really my style anymore, but I loved that it it was probably the first book that opened my eyes up to how in charge of yourself you are and that your thoughts, feelings and actions really control how you show up in the world. It's probably the first book that gave me a like a, maybe a peek into the universe or the metaphysical side of things, the things that can't be explained. And so I actually really appreciate that book because of that. And when I think of watching things, I always go back to this Super Soul session on Oprah's Super Soul Sundays. And this video, I call it a video, it's like a 20 minute clip, was a clip that has profoundly changed my life. And if I ever need to take a moment where I need a source of inspiration or I just want to be all up in my feels, (laughs) like we're experiencing right now with a Scorpio full moon this week, um, is a amazing clip by Wes Moore and Wes Moore was on Super Soul Sundays. You can listen to this on Oprah's podcast or you can actually watch it online and it's called The Difference Between Your Job and Your Work and it was released in 2017 and I had never heard about Wes Moore before. I would dip in and out of uh, Oprah's Super Soul Sessions. I love um, always just some of the thought leaders that she does um, have the amazing opportunity to interview. And I don't even remember how I stumbled across it, but I remember I was living in Sydney. 
I was feeling so in the depths of my adrenal fatigue. I felt really depressed. I felt like I was showing up to work every day, but I knew that I had a bigger picture purpose that I needed to fulfill, but I didn't know what that is. And it's like that magic dark where you know something's like on the horizon for you, but it's like you don't know what it is and when it's going to show up. And I remember watching Wes and he's just such a compelling speaker. And he also does a little bit of a singing rendition of Lauren Hill in there as well, not to give too much away. But he talks about the difference between your job and your work. And I think what really spoke to me when I listened to that or watched it was that I realized that there were so many amazing elements in my job. And even though my job didn't feel like my bigger picture purpose, it was still helping me to pay my bills, but it gave me permission that I could have both. And I think that I was so afraid that if I left my corporate job that I wouldn't have anything else in this lifetime and what if I couldn't find my purpose and I think that I only thought as well that I could have one thing it was like you have to choose one thing and not do another and so what I did is I definitely poured myself into studies just so that I could create my work and I think that when you are overcome with emotion because I was um, definitely trying to use things as escapism to not deal with my circumstances because I just thought it would get better. <laughs> Isn't it funny how we do that? We just don't take any action because like, we just trust that the universe will deliver us what we want, which doesn't necessarily happen. You have to co-create with the universe, which involves taking action, right? But I thought that things would just magically unfold before me and it didn't happen like that. And I felt really overwhelmed and by watching that, it just gave me a perspective. And I remember actually crying watching it because I realized like my job wasn't my purpose, but there were elements of it that were. And what I loved was teaching and coaching and taking people on a really big journey, even if it was with, you know, um, skincare and makeup. I loved communicating and that artful communication that comes from the learning and development industry because you're imparting knowledge and adult education is the real deal, baby. And so there were so many elements of my job that I actually really enjoyed and I loved and it was like, I can have it all. And I felt like Wes gave me permission that I could have it all. So that's something that I think of that was really profound and change, it, it just changed my perspective and I needed that then. And I still reflect on it today. I think I only watched it a few months ago as well. So it's a good one. And then last but not least is, do you know what? I find that I'm such a massive podcast listener. I actually did a bit of a call yesterday because I felt like I was acquiring so many and I haven't had time to catch up on them. But what I do is in my notes app, I have a brainstorming ideas note pinned to the top. And so I can access that when I'm driving um, by talking to Siri. Um, I can also like jump into it really quickly if I'm listening to something at home. Because what I find is what inspires me the most is when I'm listening to something, somebody may say a sentence or a word or they might be talking about a particular concept and it just lands for me and I just write that sentence or that thought down of what I've just heard and I just park it in my 
um, brainstorming ideas note. And then what I do is actually when I'm coming back to curating content, especially for social media, or I might be wanting to research something, or it might've even been like when I'm designing um, like my latest course on your magic, I actually go back to my app and sorry, my notes page in the app. (laughs) And I actually access all of the information that I've put in there. And like some things just sit there and I never use them. And other things that might, just by having that one sentence that landed for me, I can curate an entire post or um, share some insights of what I've been exploring on a podcast episode just from that one idea. So I find that that is how I cultivate ideas in my life. It's what works for me. It may not work for you, but that's just something that I find is such an empower, a powerful tool. And I think we're so great as human beings at like having ideas. And then we go, we listen to something, we watch something, oh my God, that's amazing. It's so life-changing. And then what happens? It just goes into the abyss. And because we're completely distracted, because we have shorter attention spans today, it's again, it's it's just how we live with um, social media and having technology at the end of our fingertips. I just find that, that that's a great way to capture that moment that was so profound then, and then you can revisit it at a time that's right for you. Okay, next question. Uh, I had a really great um, conversation with a beautiful babe on Instagram, and she went to ask me a question, and then she said she answered it, but then I kind of asked a couple of follow-up questions, and um, it was something that I actually did really want to talk about anyway, and it's all about loving yourself through action. I wrote about it a couple of weeks ago, and I want to give you some context to what loving yourself through action means, and this is Again, it was an idea that came from a podcast that I was listening to. It landed. I started exploring the concept, and then I have really formed my own perspective on this over the last few months. So I remember when I first moved back to the Gold Coast, and I I wanted to start my business, and I was so worn out from the corporate industry. I was done making six figures. I was like, I just want a really humble life. <laughs> I think I, I like wanted to buy a tiny house and like go off the grid and all of these things. And I was probably going to be okay with mediocre. And it's because I felt like I wasn't deserving enough to have any more than that. But I also wanted to be really confident with where I was at because I'd also achieved so much. And so there was this like element of me that was like, you aren't deserving that you don't need any more. But also it's like, well, if you love yourself enough now, like why do you need any more anyway? And I found that I was like in that, probably that state of being for about 12 months where I was just kind of like coasting, but I loved who I was. Do not get me wrong. Like I had cultivated an amazing, a ton of self-love. I was building a business Um, I was back home on the Gold Coast, so I was going to the beach every day. Like, I didn't want anything more than that because I was so content and happy. But when I started really unpacking that and exploring that, and I did an entire year last year of subconscious reprogramming through an online course, is that I realized throughout the process that you can still love where you're at and want more. Like it's actually okay. So like to give you an example, I love my body. Like I 
compared to my 20s, like my 20s, I wouldn't even look in the mirror. I'm now quite happy to dance around naked in my bathroom to some really bagging tunes. Like that's empowering to me. Um, And I don't pick myself apart from top to bottom. So I love who I am, but I still want to take action because I want to be a better version of myself. So I always am, am, am envisioning my higher self and who she is and how I am her and how I can still grow and involve, but still love where I'm at. And so like one of the things that I've been doing over the last month is I've started training again with my personal trainer, who's also my really good friend, Rick, who's been on the podcast before. I don't like saying he's just my personal trainer because he's like a really dear friend of mine. Um, but I trained with him today. And like, again, I'm still taking action, still moving forward, but I can still love myself where I'm at now. I think what I've tend to notice just from some of my old habits and patterns is when, and this is what I think about my first year in starting a business and moving back to the Gold Coast, I didn't feel deserving enough and I felt really content with where I was at that why should I even want to pursue more? But what was happening is it was actually stopping me from taking action. So I suppose my answer to this question is you can still have all of the self-love in the world and still want to have the most banging body in the world as well and improve who you are as a person. And that's okay. And I haven't just unpacked that with self-love. Over the last 12 months, I've unpacked that with relationships, so especially intimate relationships. I've also unpacked that with money, which is a massive over one that I had to overcome. And I'm really interested in exploring that further because money is an energetic exchange. And I've had to get over a lot of my hangups with money um, since having a business and taking people's money, like accepting people's money in return for time and skills and tools and all of that jazz. But yeah, there's so many ways where we can look at areas of our life is, and check in with ourselves as we can still love what we're making, like say money, you could still make like $100,000 a year and still want more. You can still love your body today and still want to improve it. You can still love the partner that you're in a committed relationship with and still want to strengthen that. So as long as you're taking action, that would be awesome. <laughs> and... Last but not least, I've had a few questions lately about my relationship. Like, I don't have a relationship, by the way. Relationships. I'm just putting it out there. And I kind of wanted to round out today's Q&A session on relationships before I give you a little bit of an update. Because I've been single now for eight years and I have no problems saying that to anybody. Eight years sounds like a really long time and I haven't been a nun in those whole eight years. There's been times where I've been celibate for different reasons and if you've listened to, I think it's episode three with Sarah, um, my bestie, you may already know my story in regards to relationships. So there was a period of time where I was celibate because I had a little bit of trauma from a sexual experience. But also too, I really was trying to work out who Christy was throughout the last eight years Um, because I had addictive personality, addiction issues, escapism issues, avoidance issues. (laughs) Oh my God, all the issues. I'm surprised I had a career in all these issues, to be honest, Um, is that I actually did no personal growth and development other than in my career. And so I 
had to take time for me to actually get to the place that I'm at. And I truly believe if I was in a relationship over the last eight years that I wouldn't have been able to get to the place where I am today. So I'm really grateful for that. And that's a part of my journey. But the one thing that really gets me is like people think that being single is like a sickness. I have a lot of friends that I think feel sorry for me Or like as soon as I say that I'm like on a dating app, like everybody wants to know all of the juicy details and I get it and I can see it from two perspectives. I know that people just want to see me happy, but I'm also really happy with where I'm at. But I'm also not going to lie to you that I am going to stick, like I am seeking partnership in my life, but I know that when I meet that person, I know that that person's going to be my person. And that sounds really cliche, but I'm a big believer in that. And I kind of wanted to give you some background as to why I believe that. So I'm actually committed. So one thing I'm doing this year is I'm committed to um, cultivating more intimate, like romantic relationships this year. I'm currently reading a book by Shan Boudram called The Game of Desire, which is all about dating when you're single and trying to play the game. I've also been watching, if you're subscribed to the newsletter, I wrote about her um, newest show on Quibi, which is called Sexology, which I've been diving deep into as well. I also have another book that I have got out from the library that I am reading, and let me get the name for you. It is The Art of Seduction by Robert Greene. So that's another book I'm going to read. I'm committed to reading that after I read Shan Boudram's book. And then I'm also listening because I have the audio and the book version of Gala Darling's Hologram Heart. So I've cultivated so much self-love over the last eight years that I'm really confident with who I am as a person. Um, But I know one of my subconscious blocks, it's like the last one left, is around dating. And I think I just have really fixed ideas on what I think dating should look like, what relationships should look like. And it's not a negative perspective. It's more like I've really struggled with online dating because it's like a 2D experience. There's certain things you have to do to try to hook somebody in. And I am quite assertive, but I also don't want to be the masculine energy in the relationship. So I'm a woman at the end of the day, and I want to be able to bring my feminine energy. And I also think because I've been single for so long, I'm a little stuck in my ways. So it means I'm not as open to maybe receive as other areas of my life. But then my business has been building. It's been such a beautiful place to be in that I also feel really joyous that I have been single because I don't know if I'd be able to do the work that I do and also be able to pour energy into a relationship. So there's really lots of layers to it, babes. And I just, I suppose the reason I felt compelled to share this with you today is because I'm actually going to do some work around it. I'm actually going to also do a bit of a social experience social experiment. Yeah, that's the word, Um, which I may, I haven't decided yet if I'm going to document it on Instagram or if I'm going to document it on the podcast or who knows, maybe I'll go back to blogging. Highly doubt it. But anyway, Um, so you can definitely check that out or keep an eye out for it as it occurs because yeah, I think... um, I think that I'm really dedicated to this journey this year and I'm actually really excited about it and I um, just see this as another layer to being and owning like 
what I love, which is my 360 degree life strategy. Because let's be realistic, when we focus on one area of our life, other areas slip. And it's all about maintaining an equilibrium, but balance doesn't exist. So I just want to focus more attention this year into love and relationships more than maybe other times where I've just expected the universe to deliver like a mix of Tom Hardy and Gerard Butler to my door because I've realized that that's not going to happen. It doesn't matter how much I feng shui my door. He's not here yet. (laughs) So stay tuned for that. And I suppose on that note, that's pretty much all the magic that has been being cultivated in my life momentarily. Um, I have facilitated an amazing masterclass today with the Cool Wow Collective and I absolutely love that there's been such a magical theme happening momentarily as um, I'm also in week three with 33 amazing women and Own Your Magic and just seeing some of the light bulb moments and realizations that they're having, that's truly magical. There's so many beautiful things that have been happening in um, Christy Gray as a business. Um, I have a beautiful brand designer that has now come on board to the girl gang and so things are going to be changing probably over the next few months which is Heidi from Heidi Lou Design and you um, will be able to catch her on one of my previous episodes. I have hired the most amazing intern who has just been like she's like rocking my world with her reporting and just her presence. And I feel really grateful to have her to support me in a few things that I just don't have the time to do anymore. Um, I also have an amazing um, copywriter, Jo. She wrote the copy for Christy Unedited. Everything else has been mine up up to date and she's going to work in the girl gang with us. um, And she's going to help me with a few things that I actually need to create in the business. And uh, yeah, it's just the, 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 the girl gang, the team is expanding. I feel really grateful for that. But I think the biggest learning for me is that I know it's the right time and I'm actually really excited to delegate the shit out of some things because can I tell you, I've been trying to juggle so many things between speaking opportunities, like facilitating the podcast, showing up online, working with my beautiful program clients, astrology clients. I've been batching content um, to for new and full moon readings as the in-house astrologer for Greenhouse the Bathhouse. So there's been a lot going on. And when I launched Own Your Magic, that two weeks was crazy. And so I am just trying to recalibrate momentarily before I decide on my next chess move but it's good babe so um own your magic is the first course of many that's been my goal I actually can't wait in a future episode I'm going to share I'm going to be interviewed and I'm actually going to share some of my longer term visions um which Heidi has so graciously um put herself forward to interview me when we actually finish the rebrand um, so that I will be able to let you in on some of my deepest, darkest secrets, but also my vision for the brand moving forward. Um, But I actually see um, Own Your Magic running again this year, so stay tuned. And if you are interested, you can sign up to the waitlist on my website. There's actually a few babes' names on it there already, which is really exciting. But I am really excited to create a course 
probably towards the back end of this year, all around communication and relationships. And when I say communication, it's something that I have always relished in when it comes to my learning and development career, how I communicate, how others communicate, what we say versus what we mean and how we do that, um, how communication is different for different personality types, whether you use astrology or you use like a Myers-Briggs test. And I really want to interweave how communication impacts our relationships and relationships, not just being romantic, but personal and professional. So our friendships, our business partners, um, our employers, you name it, I really want to unpack that. And it just feels like something I've been sitting with since um, On Your Magic launch. So stay tuned for that. So that's it from me today. I hope that you have the most magical week. Happy full moon in Scorpio, babes. I'll be back here next week with a brand new episode, which will be with Danielle from Reed City Writing, which I'm really excited to share that episode with you. Um, And I have got a couple of amazing guests lined up that I'm actually really excited to talk to them about. And then next week, I'm going to be pitching to a ton of new women that I would love to have on the podcast. I have an amazing list um, that's been created by a very dear friend of mine who's passed over. And so I'm going to start reaching out to some of those magical women so that I can bring some really great stories to your listening ears. And of course, if you know somebody that would be um, a great fit for Christy Unedited or they would love to be able to share their journey or their story, please reach out to me as I always love finding new and special people to talk to. Have a magical day and I'll catch you next week. Thanks so much for tuning into this episode. If you love this conversation, please rate it, review it, or send it to somebody that may vibe with it. Or you can subscribe to stay up to date with the latest. I'll catch you next time.